Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, welcome back to the second hour of an expanded Inside Sources. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Morgan Lyon Cotty. We're filling in for Boyd Matheson today, and it's been such an interesting time talking about so many interesting topics today. And I'll tell you, our next guest is going to keep it keep it lively. Always. The Spencer Stokes, the president of Stokes Strategy. Spencer, thanks for joining us today. Uh, so how lively do we need it to get? Okay, well, let, let's set the expectations down just a tad. But you, <laughs> okay, but we're, all right. But it's always entertaining with politics, as, as Ted Wilson used to say, it's the only sport. So we're going to get into some, <laughs> some interesting things today, too. I want to talk to you specifically about a couple of things dealing with redistricting. You've managed campaigns. You advise candidates uh, in the state and beyond. Maybe take a second and talk about where we are, particularly when it comes to this independent redistricting commission. This group was that we voted on as a state uh, to put in place to help draw the lines, which are starting to, to come forward now. Well, I, I think, uh, it, you know, everybody across the nation is under the gun because of the delay in redistricting census numbers. And so, uh, and Utah's no different. It's going to be a challenge to meet the year-end deadline so that those districts are all drawn by the first part of the year. This will be the first year there's been an independent redistricting commission. It's bipartisan in nature. Um, and... Uh, they're they're just in the mode of getting organized and having their first meetings. And uh, as you know, the legislature in the state of Utah, you know, has the authority and the power to do the uh, redistricting boundaries, which apply to congressional seats and state school board seats and local school boards and House and Senate seats. Um, and in, And in the case of uh, the school districts, they do their own. The case of the county, they do their own. But the state legislature does the congressional districts, the, the House and the Senate districts. And the Independent Redistricting Commission will operate independently and will come up with maps. They'll do public hearings, take public input, uh, and will will try to come up with maps that they believe uh, are appropriate. And then they will present those at the end of the year to the redistricting, uh, the legislative redistricting uh, committee. And I, I think you'll see. Uh, look, I look. I have I have great hopes in all of this. 
I think you'll see some of the ideas that the Independent Redistricting Commission uh, presents to the legislature potentially uh, looked at. And, and, you know, there's lots of different ways to carve up the state. I think they'll they'll take some of those ideas. Will they take all of them? Probably not. But will they listen to them? Yes, they will, because there are very prominent people uh, on that uh, commission and that those prominent people will have invested a lot of time and effort in this. Um, and so I think it's going to be a great exercise in the state of Utah. There have been some instances in the past where districts have been drawn, not for nefarious reasons, but because you've had uh, a senator that would have been pitted against another senator or a house member against another house member. And it's happened on both sides of the aisle, both Republican and Democrat. But by and large, because we uh, are a, a very Republican state, it's difficult to really gerrymander a, a Republican seat. There's just too many Republicans, uh, registered Republicans in the state. So um, there's always concepts, though. Do you do you put a wedge into every House district that goes into Salt Lake County so that the news media will cover each of those congressional districts? Do you focus around communities of interest like Hill Air Force Base or a public lands district. What are those ideas that will come forward? And everybody has a has a concept or an idea that they think is the right one. But I do believe that the the legislature will listen to the independent commission. Uh, they'll take some ideas from them, you know, uh, mold them and, and and put them with some of their ideas and you'll have a, a process that will uh, be finished on time and so people can file. It warms my heart, Spencer, to hear a salty <laughs> lobbyist have some optimism. Uh, but you always have your ear to the ground. You you hear all these things, you know all these things. And as you said, there's always, uh, you know, as population um, center shift and change, sometimes you might have a couple of people in the legislature that have served for many years, and suddenly they might be facing each other. Or you have a member of Congress who's thinking, hey, I've got part of a county. Maybe I want all of this county. What it, What are some of those rumors you hear about lawmakers sort of getting in? And we know they're citizens. Everybody can have their input. What is some of that input that you're hearing um, and part of this well, whole big I rumor think- mill of redistricting? Okay, I'll start. I'll start some of the rumors. I think uh, some of the train wrecks that have the potential of occurring. Clearly, Utah County is going to, uh, you know, Saratoga Springs, Eagle Mountain has grown immensely, and they're going to take some seats away from other areas of the state, which will absolutely pit. Uh, House members against each other. So House members are going to have to decide, is it time for me to retire and let the other person play nice, or do we run against each other? But that's going to be the cause of the House uh, House battles, because other areas of the state are going to lose seats because of Utah County. I think another uh, brewing, uh, you know, controversy will be who ends up with Hill, Hill Air Force Base. Uh, you've got um, a newly elected congressman in the first congressional district who fought hard to become um, a member of the Armed Services Committee, which is very important to Hill Air Force Base. And you've got a mem- another member of Congress who is a former Air Force pilot that would really like Hill Air Force Base. 
And I see that train wreck brewing a little bit. Uh, you saw the, uh, an op-ed in the newspaper yesterday where Chris Stewart and the who who would probably like Hill Air Force Base, and I'm I'm you know talking uh, very bluntly. Um, is he the right person to have Hill Air Force Base? Well, he's not on the pertinent committee, so you know you have to ask that question. But you have a, an Air Force pilot who'd really like it, and you saw Chris Stewart, who's that Air Force pilot, author an op-ed with Representative Paul Ray, um, and it was kind of that. Uh, I read that as, oh, these two people are are teaming up. Maybe they think alike on this. They talked about HR one uh, in their op-ed. I don't see HR one going any place. That's the big election reform package. Um, because the Senate's 50-50. Well, Spencer, we, we could talk to you all day, clearly, about this, but some of these rumors <laughs> started right here with you. We'll watch those closely, because this is going to be something everyone should be paying close attention to in the state, because we have had population changes, and the lines will change, and there will be some yes, impacts. Will. Yes. Spencer, thank you so much for being with us. Always appreciate it. Uh, great to be with you. All right, well, stick with us. When we come back, Dennis Romboy, Deseret News journalist, talking about among other things, our Senate race next year. Stay tuned. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.